BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio, the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. See your dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound midweek and under the tutelage of our general manager, illegal immigrants. I don't care how long we've been talking about it, how tired people are of the border situation, some are not. It is astonishing what we're doing as a country right now. Unprecedented, astonishing, record-breaking. By It's like somebody hit 150 home runs in a single season. The records were breaking for just letting people flow into the country willy-nilly. Yeah, it's like hearing that somebody in the NBA scored uh, 200 points in a game last night. Yeah. That kind of record is being broken on a regular basis, and it's hard to get anybody's attention about it. Although, as we mentioned yesterday, while you were uh, off to the hospital... Um, which I will explain to you good early risers in a bit. ABC, CBS, NBC reporting on it for the you know, first time in a very, very long time, the last couple of days in their evening newscasts. So it has burbled up with the stunning numbers of people that are coming across the border. So because you were off to the uh, ER yesterday, I suppose you'll have to fill people in on that, you missed my award-winning question of wisdom that I would like somebody to address. 
around the whole border situation. Okay. Because we got two things going on at the same time, and I would love to hear somebody at a high policy level square the circle on these. So we have record homelessness. In all your big cities, primarily the West Coast, but all across the country, we got a lot of a lot of homeless people. And the the main reason for homelessness is always, without doubt, it's housing. You can't afford the housing. That's certainly what you hear. Yeah. At the same time, you have a record number of people coming across the border illegally and getting into the country and staying in the country. Now, who are buying expensive McMansions <laughs> in the suburb? Wait, no, no. <laughs> Where no, are... they're competing for the very <clears throat> affordable housing we allegedly lack. Right. Well, I just, I, just, somebody, oh. I would love to hear somebody in the administration or any or Gavin Newsom or anybody explain that. So you're okay with people coming across the border? Where, how are they supposed to make it? Now, if, if I'm going by your logic, it's so expensive to live in California and a lot of different places. You can't own a house. That's if you're born in this country and speak English. But somebody who comes here from another country has no connections, doesn't speak the language, they can make it somehow? What? Yeah. That makes no sense. Well, and given the rate with which, at which, people are sneaking across the sneaking. They're just walking and saying, right. I am here. There's no uh, sneaking uh, involved. Right, exactly. The rate at which they're coming across the border, we would have to be producing as a country uh, many thousands of units of housing per day to take care of these people. Well, even without even even without that, I mean, it's just it's just obviously one or both are 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 full of lies. Both of those narratives. One of the narratives right. is people can come across the border, you know, and we have lots of open jobs in this country, and we need workers. So blah blah blah. Okay, but so for all the homeless people though that were born here, can't make a can't get a job in this economy, or right. young people getting out of college can't find a job. So the people coming across the border, we fully expect them to find a job and be able to live and support themselves. Our own college kids were perfectly comfortable with accepting they can't find a job. They can't find a decent job. It's impossible. Well, they're the not going to do, you know, those jobs. Please. That, none of that stuff fits together in any sort of workable society. No. No, indeed. It's it's fanciful. It's idiotic. It's odd though. They they're they're treated like two different worlds. I mean, it's well, it's racist, is what it is. So the people that are coming here from and we got to quit talking about Mexico because it ain't Mexico anymore. It's right. uh, it's a Venezuela, Central America, generally. Cuba Haiti. is. Uh, we did the story on Cuba yesterday. The biggest migration in the history of Cuba makes the big uh, the the boat parade from the eighties that brought us the movie Scarface, <laughs> the um, Mariel boat lift. Yes, seem like nothing. What's going on now? <laughs> and it's not in the news at all. But anyway, people coming from Cuba and Haitia and everywhere else, and we just expect them to somehow make it working crappy jobs that we don't think our college kids should have to do. Now that we have to, we have to forgive their college loans because they're struggling in this economy. They can't, you know, they can't find a job they like. So oh, for God's taxpayers sake, are going to pay for their college loans. But people who come across the border, that 20-year-old, we fully expect to take a job and make, and make it on their own. What? Right. so crazy. And or we extend a generous uh, you know, uh, social services system right. to provide money and, and schooling and medication, etc., if they can't make it. Well, we got to or that. if they can partially make it. We got yeah. to that story later. Uh, Oregon is uh, about to conduct the biggest experiment in American history in uh, in free health care, including for illegals. And not just um, the availability of health care, but the health care has to, it's mandatory that it's provided. 
You have to figure out a way to provide it. Like wow. you actually have to have the health care available to everybody. And nobody's wow. exactly sure how that's going to work from a, uh, a math standpoint. I should read that Hillary Clinton quote, quote again that I got to later in the show. Back when she was pushing Hillary care, which uh, in many ways doomed the Clinton presidency right out of the gate from being able to accomplish a lot of things they wanted to accomplish, her pushing her single-payer health care. Great quote from the Wall Street Journal. I'd forgotten this when she was testifying before Congress. Now, one thing we cannot do is provide health care to illegals. That would not work, and it would encourage people to come here illegally. <laughs> that was Hillary Clinton 30 years right. ago. That's how yeah. different the politics are today. Oh, I know. I know. It's so off the deep end. It's illogical. It's unsustainable. It's unaffordable. And yet, almost completely undiscussed. That was, as you so charmingly put it, a question of wisdom. Um, <laughs> and and it, nobody ever even attempts to answer it. I tell no. you what, folks. I, we're seeing the age of insanity. In which our our government officials and our media, for the love of heaven, are unable to process reality. We're not neurotic; we're psychotic. It is. I would, I, somebody, Elizabeth Warren. So I wish I wish somebody would ask. So our college kids are so put upon by the modern world right. that they've grown up in. We have to, as taxpayers, pick up the tab on their student loan debt. Exactly, but the because of the pandemic emergency, of course. But the twenty-year-old illegal that just came across, uh, they'll, they'll be fine. They'll they'll find a way to make it on their own. They're hardworking people. All right, that's weird, man. Well, we've got a lot to get to, including me explaining how I ended up at the emergency room during the show yesterday. I mean, I'll give you a hint. Uh, during commercial breaks, those of you who listen to the live radio show, I like to relax by uh, crafting beautiful ice sculptures with a chainsaw. So anyway, you can probably guess the rest, right? All it takes is one slip. But, hey, I'll learn to write with my right hand. It's fine. (laughs) Just remember, your first words were, watch this, everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, y'all, watch this. Um, Let's start the show officially before we get in trouble and boot it out of the country. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is How Did It Get to Be Wednesday, December 14th, the year 2022. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, let's leap into action then. Officially, according to FCC rules and regs, here we go at Mark. The FTX group's collapse appears to stem from absolute concentration of control in the hands of a small group of grossly inexperienced and unsophisticated individuals. Is that us? I think he's talking about us. (laughs) Grossly inexperienced and unsophisticated individuals. Yeah, that's the uh, STP crowd running the uh, cryptocurrency thing there. Bunch of dopey kids with no idea how to run a, com- a company ended up billionaires momentarily and stole or lost unspeakable amounts of money for unspeakable numbers of people. Unbelievable. One more reason to unplug the internet. Hmm? Am I wrong? I'm not. When do you want to tell the world why you left the show for the ER for several hours? I could do a short version next if you want. Or I could do it now. I don't care. What's your finely honed entertainment instinct telling you? Uh, I feel like you should just tell us. Oh, okay. Uh, so <laughs> uh, the, the evening before last, I, uh, I'd, I'd been having this persistent feeling of numbness on the left side of my face. And uh, I dropped a note to my doctor through the website. You know how you do that. And, uh, and they called early in the show and said, go to the emergency room. And I said, wait, what? Go to the emergency room. And I could have waited till the end of the show, but I was so freaked out by it. I just couldn't concentrate on anything. So uh, I I went to the emergency room just to get screened mostly for stroke, because that's like the top of the list of uh, symptoms for stroke. 
Um, and I'm uh, long story short, I'm great. I'm fine. Uh, all sorts of tests. Are you got a great? brain scan? Are you great? Uh, all things considered, great including like lifestyle. A, seems like an overstatement. You don't have a stroke Wait. is the main thing. Right. No, no. I, almost certainly nothing serious. I'm going to have one more test, an MRI, I think, on my on my noggin. Um, but uh, it's fine. Everything's so fine. So I brought this up to a friend of mine who had long COVID and said, oh, yeah, it's long COVID. I said, what? I said, yeah, a common long COVID thing. So you had COVID a couple, just a couple of weeks ago. No, no. It was How recently did you have COVID? Wasn't that long ago. Oh, it was August. Was it really? Man, yeah, because remember by. we were going to go to uh, Montana and, and hang out with our friends in the hills right. for a while. Man, time goes yeah. by. But anyway, yeah. it's a common long COVID thing. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, increasing doubt that long COVID's nearly as big a thing as it's been made out to be. Uh, came across some really interesting science on that. But yeah, thanks for sending that link. That was interesting. I uh, I don't know. I wonder. I mean, I'm always sluggish, so that's... I've been sluggish since August. I've been sluggish since 1978. Um, <laughs> I don't, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm happy. I'm blessed. I'm feeling positive. Mm. You're great. A self-described great. Oh, I'm terrific. <laughs> um, how, does, how does mailbag look? Oh, my gosh. Speaking of great, Jack, it is one of the most... Touching and powerful, one of the emails, the first one I'm going to read, it's one of the most touching and powerful emails about you, sir, that we have ever received. About me, okay. Yes. Um, and then they had a celebration at the White House yesterday for something that happened 10 years ago, but they acted like it was happening yesterday. Um, well, we got to talk about that. That's a good story, the whole gay marriage thing. Stay with us. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So is our Christmas music a one-day thing, or is it uh, going to continue throughout? Oh no, the I'll bring more back. Okay. Just wondered if we had one a one-day blast of Christmas cheer, and then 
Back to the grindstone. <laughs> um, uh, car crashes are up. We've talked about this. Car fatalities on our roads way, way, way up. Nobody's exactly sure why. The, all the latest statistics were released yesterday by our government, and there's some fascinating stuff in there. I'm convinced it's the pullback of the police all over the country. Huh. Between COVID and and uh, the whole uh, George Floyd thing and the rest of it, the, the, nobody radars anymore. I, 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 I can drive 150 miles per hour on roads that used to be radared constantly. Interesting. Yeah. Ah, here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. I actually had another good one, but uh, I, I grabbed this one, one of our all-time favorites, just because of Jack bringing up the whole phony, phony defensive gay marriage law thing. Right. Well, utterly needless. There was no threat to gay marriage, interracial marriage, birth control, none of it. Not the least threat. But it's H.L. Mencken's classic. The whole aim of practical politics is to keep the populace alarmed and clamorous to be led to safety by an endless series of hobgoblins, most of them imaginary. There you go. That is politics. The imaginary hobgoblin that gay marriage was going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Mailbag. You can drop us an email, and it will be read, probably. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. The uh, mailbag full of great, intelligent, sincere, helpful emails from really nice people. And a smattering of idiocies by angry trolls as well. (laughs) But some days the trolls can get a person down. Today it's the opposite. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Let's dive into this. Uh, Someone out there needs to hear this, and please use my name, writes Folsom Matt from beautiful Folsom, California. It was March 31st, 2019, and I was deep into my opiate addiction. On that particular day, I had no money, so withdrawals kicked in the moment I woke up. Feeling miserable but needing to take care of a two-year-old and three-year-old, I didn't know how I was going to make it through the day. I took the kids to the park to tire them out in hopes of long naps that afternoon. While sitting on the bench watching the kids, I listened to the podcast, as I do every day. While I was sitting there listening, Jack listening, Jack talked about his trip to the park with his boys the previous weekend. He said, quote, While I was sitting there watching the boys, I realized this is as good as life gets. It literally cannot get any better than hanging out at the park with your kids. In that moment, I broke down and wept like a baby. Wow. It was like Jack smacked me through the headphones to make me open my eyes to what really matters. I have been clean from opiates ever since, and with all the fake pills going around, there's a good chance that moment saved my life. Wow, that is interesting. You know, we, we call that in the addiction business a moment of clarity, where uh, for some reason the truth is able to poke through the delusion you're living in. It happens mm. every once in a while, and you got to grab onto it when it does. Yeah, because it may not come back for a long time. I guess it often sneaks up from behind too. Yeah, in the way that this did. Yeah. So thank you, Jack. Joe, you're pretty cool too. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Michael is obviously a national treasure. He writes. <laughs> we know that. Like Mount Rushmore in Yosemite. Very much like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I almost hate to uh, to read anything else because that was so. Uh... That is true. I stand by those words. I try to remind myself of that whenever I'm in those situations and thinking of other things for some stupid reason. This is it. This is what you work for. This right here. Well, I, Joe Getty, who are am pretty cool, according to Matt, 
uh, my kids are grown and I'm living the empty nester every night is Friday night lifestyle lately. <laughs> every Since night the, is Friday night. <laughs> uh, which is also a great old 97 song. But uh, between went out to a Christmas jazz show and dinner Monday night. Last night's our neighborhood Christmas party. Tonight's something else. I don't even know. No wonder your face is numb. Every night's Friday oh, night. Every all of me is numb. I'm just drunk. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. I used, to, I used to think about like a dry January and think, well, I'd rather not, but it's a good idea for my health. Now I'm like, when does it start? That's interesting. I was thinking it's some, exhausting. Somebody mentioned their Christmas party schedule the other day, and I thought, that's, that's wild. I remember when my life was just was just like one party after another in December, and I, now I, just, I can't even imagine. I thought, oh, yeah, people do Christmas parties. I haven't been to one. I'm not going to one. There will not be yeah. one. Um, I, well, I it's fun, kids. and it's good, and it's great, but, sure. uh, oh, boy. And it's only, what, the 14th? <laughs> <laughs> so much fun, you're exhausted. Yeah, no kidding. I actually do have some really funny and interesting stuff to talk about today. Not all angry politics, promise you that. The stuff about car crashes is an interesting discussion, among other things on the way. If you missed an hour, get the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Let's get to some news today. President Biden hosted a ceremony on the South Lawn to sign a bill that mandates federal recognition for same-sex marriages. What are you cheering about? <laughs> yeah, the bill protects all marriages, unless you're one of those couples who feed each other in public, then you're on your own. We'll get more wow. on that later, but congratulations to the White House to make something that was a landmark change in our nation 10 years ago act like it happened again yesterday somehow and get credit for it. It's very yeah. weird, but more on that later. Uh, we got this text to what I was speaking of a little bit ago about 
why will we have two parallel conversations, but they are parallel like train tracks. They don't ever meet. People coming across the border that we just assume are going to find work and survive. People that are all that were born here, they can't make it in this economy, and taxpayers need to help them out. <laughs> what? It doesn't make any sense to me. So we got this text. People coming across the border want to work. People who were born here don't want to work. Yes, I guess I didn't state it plainly enough. That was the underlying theme of my rant, is that why would you craft a society where that's possible? Where it's an it's option. In, it's insane. It's unworkable. It's... Well, it's exhausting that you have to mount an argument against it. Honey, this idea you have of setting fire to the house every evening, it's uh, its going to burn down the house and we'll have no home. If you have to make that argument, you're into crazyville. Oh, my God. And, and, and again, I, I just read another article, the homeless population exploding in San Diego. It keeps getting bigger. The new mayor of Los Angeles, Karen Bass, is, is vowing to cure it using the same old crap that just keeps making it worse and worse. Just keep, And we have thousands of poor people flooding across the border, putting even more pressure on the fairly meager supply of affordable housing that so many advocates claim is at the very center of this. What are we doing? And the White House is like, yeah, we're, we're working on it. Yeah, we got a secure border. Yeah, we're, we're taking a look at it. Yeah, we, sure, it'll we, be fine. we got to bail out these poor college kids and their student loan debt because they, they can't make oh. it out there. What about the people coming across the border? How are they supposed to make it? They'll make it. They're a different kind of person. They're willing to work and get by on less, and they don't need a job that makes their heart sing. They're perfectly okay with just having a job that puts food on the table. But right. we can't expect that out of our young people. That's a that's an interesting society. It's a frenzy of illogic and wild spending. It will crash. Okay, different topic. The National Transportation Highway Board put out their annual stats yesterday, and once again we had a giant uptick in the number of automobile deaths, and nobody's exactly sure why. 40, uh, 43,000 people died in motor vehicle traffic crashes in 2021. That's a 10.5% increase from the year before, which was also a giant spike. Wow. After, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, decades of decline, right? Yeah. Steady after, decline? After, after, yeah, like 30 years of it going down, and it was in the low 30s. Thousands of people that were dying every year, and now it's 43,000 people. It's getting back to, like, the numbers of when I was young. Uh, a couple of key findings out of that. Every other crash, and this is just crashes in general, not uh, all deaths. Every other crash involves alcohol or drugs of some sort. Half. Almost mm. half. Mm. Um, which is worth discussing. The new findings reveal over half the people either injured or killed in traffic crashes, it's 54%, had in their bloodstream drugs or alcohol. They do not draw a conclusion because they can't of whether or not that caused the wreck and not all these people were above the legal limit. Um, so that's its own discussion. Do we? Do well, we, and I know pot stays in your system for a couple of weeks, famously. That's a that's an interesting uh, that's an interesting one too because marijuana is more prevalent in drivers' bloodstreams than alcohol at this point. Mm-hmm. But as you said, you could have smoked pot on Saturday and you'd have it in your bloodstream today on Wednesday while not being the least bit high. Where if you got drunk on Saturday, there's no chance you have any alcohol in your bloodstream today. Right. Um, so that is a difference. But uh, 
So maybe that maybe that's why now you have over half the people testing for either alcohol or pot. Maybe they should stop testing for whether you got pot in your system because it's somewhat pointless. I don't I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, for our purposes in this discussion, it is. I mean, unless you're demonstrably intoxicated, I don't care. It's irrelevant. It's like, you know, uh, died with COVID when he was shot four times in the chest. Yeah, THC, the most prevalent in drivers' bloodstreams. 20% of drivers had blood alcohol levels of 0.08% or higher, so 20% of fifth. You can't group those two things together. No, you can't. A quarter of patients taking part in the study tested positive for THC, 23% for alcohol, 10.8% for stimulants, 9.3% for opioids of all car crashes. And again, Mm -hmm. they don't have a way to link those to the crash, but... I, you know, I suppose it depends on the various stimulant or opioid, how long it stays in your system, or whether or not it was likely having any effect on your driving. Also, speaking of patients and tests and that sort of thing, uh, thank you so much, everybody, for your concern about my recent uh, health question, since I think I'm fine. But please stop sending your ideas of what might be the right diagnosis. As I scan the email, it's dread disease I might have after dread disease. It's a little distracting, and I'm working with a team of physicians. You're freaking me out. Would you stop? <laughs> Okay, back to the uh, information that they released yesterday. Here is an interesting thing that has held true for many, many years, doesn't get reported enough. A lot of the deaths, traffic deaths, are are pedestrians. So it's considered a traffic death if I Mm -hmm. hit somebody walking across the street and they die and I'm fine. That's considered a traffic death, of course, because they were killed by the car. But over half of pedestrians... And more than 40% of bicyclists injured in accidents tested positive for drugs or alcohol. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've heard that before. The numbers are very, very similar. Yeah, being drunk increases your chances of veering out into the street or deciding to run across without looking both ways. The couple of times I've come closest to getting run over, I was drunk in big cities, like stepping out of yeah. a cab or something. Yeah. Uh, so that that can happen. Clearly. But so just in general, why do you think the numbers are up 10% from last year and they were up like 10% from the year before that? Why are they skyrocketing? You think it's the decrease? I, I don't feel like I, I, I don't feel like I'm consciously driving faster or more reckless with the knowledge that there are fewer patrols out. But maybe I am. I don't know. Well, you, you didn't have much headroom the way you drive to work every morning. <laughs> um, well, no, it seems clear to me that, uh, as I said earlier, there are roads that I've traveled for years that uh, were regularly patrolled by coppers, radar, etc. They're nowhere to be seen. I think it's the giant pullback of law enforcement during COVID when the cops didn't want to come up and, and get the Chinese bat fever from you pulling you over, plus the post-George Floyd pullback of the police, the perception in the cop shops that they're not going to have uh, the support of the people if a traffic stop goes wrong or whatever. I just think it's the pullback of the cops. Be delighted to hear your theory, whether via email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com or text 415-295-KFTC. It's kind of interesting. It's not getting more attention in our safety-obsessed world where... Much smaller number of numbers of deaths around some activity get all kinds of news headlines. If oh, yeah. six people die from doing the some TikTok challenge, it makes national news. And people talk about banning whatever it is. But we have dozens of thousands of more people dying on the roads every year than we did just a few years ago, and we're not exactly sure why. The pulling back on the cops is the only thing that's different from other countries. Other 
uh, first world countries, they're not having this explosion. And they also have cell phones and they also have, you know, all the other things that we have. And they haven't had a change. We have. So mm-hmm. that's the only thing you could speak to on that. Uh, if I want to be if I want to go conspiracy theory, I would I would go with this. There is an effort to pull back on cops to drive up the number of road deaths to have more pressure for forcing us into self-driving cars. That's my conspiracy theory. Wow. Wow. That's uh, I don't know that I believe that's it. out there. Put that crap on 4chan, which I don't, I don't have time for. <laughs> and, and, you know, as long as we're talking about people dying, good morning. Um, the uh, the deaths from fentanyl overdoses, poisonings, the uh, opioid overdoses, solid hundreds of thousands of people dying. It's six figures plus every year now, consistently. Why do we not have an entire a whole of society, as they would say in China, a program of awareness and, and cracking down on it and cracking down on the cartels and and then talking about uh, you know high sentences for drug dealers. Part well, of it's that the progressive left doesn't want anybody to go to jail, including people who are selling poison to children. But that is part of it. All there's also partly the attitude that I can avoid a fentanyl death by not doing any drugs. Uh, I might not be able to avoid a car crash, although people aren't talking about car crashes either. So, yeah. Well, I would suggest to my uh, contemporaries who have that feeling that you just expressed, and it's not crazy. I get it. Uh, if you ever smoked pot as a teenager or maybe took a pill or something like that, youngsters these days, and oldsters for that matter, who think they're taking a Xanax might end up dead. Now, if you've never perceived, you've never pursued any sort of altered consciousness of any sort, I can respect that. But I don't think people ought to stand in judgment of trying to get a little buzz when you got 110,000 people dying every year in the United States, including yeah, kids. I, I'm not going to take any uh, intoxicants, so I'm almost positive I can avoid a fentanyl death, but I'm not positive for my kids as they head off into the world of being a young person. So, Right, right. On a much lighter note, we were discussing traffic and that sort of thing. Came across this. One of our alert listeners, Tom, sent this along. The uh, Ohio Department of uh, uh, Turnpikes, I guess, of, of uh, it's their Department of Highways, whatever. They have lots and lots of snowplows in Ohio for good reason. Uh, and they name their snowplows. It's not just snowplow 323 and 324. That name, name again them. is Mr. Plow. Exactly. Um, and they ha- announced the eight winners for their 2022 Name a Snowplow contest. <laughs> awesome. Uh, with nearly, uh, well, with uh, thousands of votes cast, here are the winners uh, of the eight new plows. Is that what I said? Control, salt, delete. That's pretty That's funny. Pretty good. That's good. Blizzard wizard. Plow, chicka, plow, plow. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Chow, <laughs> chow, plow, chicka, plow, wow. That's pretty good. That's funny. You're killing me, squalls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. Some of these are tad. Uh, hilarious. The big Laplowski. The blizzard of Oz. You're killing me, squalls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, Ohio Thaw Enforcement. And finally, Cleopatra. <laughs> <laughs> wow, those are clever. They really are. Those that's are very clever. clever. Yeah, control, salt, delete. <laughs> so you think being in a Bahama jail cell would be a walk in the park, do you? I don't, but go on. Well, SBF's jail cell is infested by rats and maggots, and he's not happy about oh, it. Oh, jeez, rats and maggots. 
The combo pack. <laughs> Among other things we can tell you about. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I can feel it in the future. I can see it in the cold. How much are things getting back to normal around COVID since 2019? Some interesting numbers in a second. But uh, Senator Marco Rubio, Florida, drinks. I've never seen a guy so thirsty in my life. Little Marco. He, um,. He introduced bipartisan legislation to ban TikTok nationwide yesterday. We'll see uh, where that goes. There mm. is zero argument for not banning TikTok. There will be a teen and tween freak out, the likes of which we've never witnessed. Yeah, I doubt it's on their radar at all. So um, they took a look at a couple of things, different realms of whether or not we're back to normal. For instance, hotels since 2019 pre-COVID levels are at 99.6% of the pre-COVID numbers, so hmm. basically the same. I mean, any downtick you could certainly attribute to inflation at this point. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, sporting events, 99% of nor- of pre-COVID. Restaurant dining, 97.5%. Again, I would, I would think any downtick is inflation. God, I went to a regular restaurant the other night, like your, um, I don't know if I want to name it, I suppose I can. Cattleman's. Went to Cattleman's to eat steaks. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, perfectly good food and everything like that. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know what category it would be in. But it's like, it's not a, a fancy, expensive restaurant. And it cost for four people what I used to pay to go to Morton's. Wow. I mean, I got the bill. And with tip, it was like, wow, did we just eat at Ruth's Chris or are we at Cattleman's? <laughs> Where they're well, singing, you the, swigging down wine or anything. Oh no, right? without drinking. Where they're singing "Happy right. Happy Birthday" and kids are running around everywhere. You know, it's a family place. Good food, yeah. I like it, but yeah. it's just wow, 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 wow. I haven't been to an expensive restaurant 
in the inflationary times. What does that cost? Well, and I started laughing as you were talking about the restaurant. I was at a restaurant last night for a neighborhood uh, party that we get together, the holidays, and uh, a guy was working there. He seemed to be unaware of where he was. I mean, never mind was he doing a good job. He seemed to be unaware he was at work, and he wasn't high or anything. He was just kind of wandering around, and finally I said, hey, excuse me, because he, he was dressed as if he worked there. I said, can we get such and such? He said, yeah, okay. You might be able to you might be able to speak this. So I was at a different restaurant, different restaurant, and the waiter was uh, was uh, entertaining in a number of ways. Just said some kind of wacky things, and uh, one one of the companions I'm meeting with said that guy is so high. And I said, Oh yeah, because I'm not good at spotting that. I don't. I'm just. I didn't live in that world, so I'm not good. I don't. It's on my radar, and uh, I don't pick up on it. And they said, Oh yeah, another person says, Oh yeah, that guy is. flying and uh and then so we got on that conversation and one of the person people that had worked in the restaurant business said oh yeah that's very very common i mean yeah we when i was working at nice restaurants like upscale restaurants in san francisco we were all drunk or high all the time so is that a is that a common thing do you know i that's i I don't know that makes sense though i I could say it's just so easy because it's you know well in the in the uh, Modern world of marijuana and it being legal, of course, that's easy because it doesn't take much time and everything like that. But they said the drinking thing, and it was so ingrained in the restaurant business. Now, this is a couple of decades ago. Um, whether it's changed or not, I don't know. But they said, yeah, oh, yeah, middle of the night, the, the chef might slide a drink across when they when you give you the plate, you know, keep everybody happy and going, and the chef was drinking. and Yeah, wow. Well, that rings true. I don't have any personal knowledge. Well, I, I haven't doesn't worked in restaurants me. in decades. I, I'm but. not saying this like, we need, we need to stop it. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, if they're doing their job and everything's fine, what do I well, care about? That would explain how often you say, I'm sorry, can we get some butter, please? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll get you some. And then it doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, they're high. They don't remember. <laughs> right. Um, so anyway, hotels, sports, restaurant, dining, pretty much back to normal. Air travel is 94%. It's always hard to tell with air travel because they just cut back on flights. So the flights stay full. And, you know, unless you're at the airport counting flights that day, you wouldn't know if things are normal or not. Oh, and fares are brutal right now. Oh, my God, yes. So that's a factor. Yeah, I briefly looked into flying cross-country for for Christmas for a couple things and thought, am I going on a luxury Hawaiian vacation or just flying cross-country coach? And decided not to do it with the kids. Concerts are at 87.5% of normal from COVID. Here's the only reason I did this. So all those things are practically normal. Offices, 49%. Oh, Offices are wow. at half of what it was before. I know that's true around here. Uh, it'd be less than normal around here. I mean, we're not even halfway back. And I yeah. don't know if we ever will be. I don't think there's any plan to be. Right. Well, there are the dynamics of the radio business, too, but... um. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, I would point out that virtually everything you you listed off there was pleasurable or uh, things you do for fun, whereas the office is, you know, compulsory. It's uh, necessary to eat in a lot of people's cases, but, uh, yeah, that's striking. That's amazing. I was downtown San Francisco the other day in an Uber and saying, man, it is like a ghost town around here. And he said, yeah, it hasn't hasn't changed. And uh, it's, you know, it's not as ghost towny as it was, but it's certainly not what San Francisco was like pre-COVID in the middle of an afternoon where it was just hubbub everywhere. I wonder yeah. if it'll ever be back. 
Oh, boy, that's an interesting question. I have read that there are many, many companies who are in the midst of multi-year leases who at the end of the lease are going to be cutting way back on their office space. So uh, this, has, this is nowhere close to shaking out the whole commercial real estate thing. Yeah. Uh, much to discuss today. Is Elon Musk going to be booted out for being an illegal, among other things? If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Turns out, a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today. Got menopause? We've got you. Hi, Jackie here, founder of Exo Jackie. Feel supported throughout your menopause journey and beyond with our organic protein powders and symptom relief boosts. Formulated to keep bones and muscles strong, Exo Jackie products help reduce bloating, hot flashes, and weight gain. Enjoy 20% off with promo code EXOPODCAST. Shop now at XOJACQUI.com. Made for women by women. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 